0: Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome
1: back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas here. Today, we have another incredible guest joining us, Tom O'Leary, and he's also known as the one-take Tommy. So we're going (laughs) to Just to throw that in there. So I'm really excited to have you on the show today, Tom. We're going to discuss your podcast, Keep Moving Forward, and also some of the things that you've been working with and things you're going to bring to the table today. So such a pleasure to have you.
2: Oh, so good to be with you, Dallas. I really appreciate it.
1: You told me that recently you have been, actually not recently, but over the last 30 years, you've been working with the Bible and teaching for three decades. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I pastored uh, same church uh, for thirty years. Uh, I did a seminary at Fuller Seminary out of Pasadena, California. and uh, and now am uh, doing some guest speaking and certainly the podcast and uh, also working with a Christian school here on the Central Coast of California. So uh, really exciting.
1: And you also have two books, Discovering God's Will and Keep Moving Forward. And so that's also the name of your podcast. So we'll talk about that, I'm sure, as we go on. But
2: I'd love to. Yeah. It's incredible. Great. So
1: go ahead, Tom. We always love to give our guests the opportunity to share their personal testimony. And so just go from there, and then we'll go a little bit deeper into the podcast and the book.
2: Absolutely. Uh, kind of a unique uh, coming to faith in Christ in that I was eight years old. Uh, at the time, my parents were not believers. Uh, they would drop me off at Sunday school. So I had that going. Uh, But my oldest brother, and I'm kind of like youngest, youngest of four. So I have an older brother, 10 years older, another brother, seven years older, and a sister a little more than four years older. My oldest brother at 18 uh, came to Christ through a organization you might be familiar with, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, Mm -hmm. very popular in America and, and worldwide. And so he heard a testimony from an NFL football player and gave his heart to Christ, and and then he shared with me as an eight year old little boy, and it was very profound, very real. I remember kneeling, you know, at my bed receiving Jesus, and it was a very powerful, uh, what I like to call God moment, uh, an encounter with with God uh, in trusting in Jesus and. And so, uh, you know, as I like to say, it's stuck. <laughs> I, I uh, kept growing in my faith as a little boy. And, and uh, interestingly, my other brother ended up uh, getting saved and coming to Christ. And then my sister came to Christ. So I had uh, built-in disciples right, right off the bat, and they were looking after me. And uh, I remember actually at 10 years old going to my dad and saying, I want to get baptized and my dad was great. He he was very wise, very logical. But uh, he said, well, explain to me what it means. So as a 10-year-old boy, I'm explaining what baptism means and why I want to do it. And and so uh, once I did, he was like, okay, very good. And good news, my, my parents came to faith later in life. Uh, my dad passed uh, last July, a year ago. And uh, so we're kind of up on the one-year anniversary of that, and I mean, in his words, he said, "I'm I'm ready to meet my savior." So, uh, just to, uh, that was beautiful. And and my mom is uh, a strong believer, and uh, at 87 years old, so uh, back to my faith journey. So I just kept, you know, through elementary school, high school, um, uh, always had evangelism in my heart, uh, sharing with other people, friends, led other friends to Christ. And one of my profound moments as a little boy uh, is my dad had built this screen house in the backyard and had these four army cots, one for each kid. And because I was so much younger than everyone, uh, than my siblings, I would have to go to bed first. And so I'd be out there all by myself. And in the uh, Central California Valley, uh, San Joaquin Valley of California, it's really hot in the summer. You know, I, I used to joke like 147. No, I'm kidding. But uh, mm-hmm. and so, uh, but beautiful summer nights. And so, I would go out there to go to bed by myself on one of my army cots and in this screen house, and you could see the stars. And I used to pray as a little boy. I, I don't know why. It's just God put it in my heart. But you know, I used to say, God, please, please. And I'm looking at the stars and just thinking of the the billions of people on the earth and. And thinking, God save them all! Save them! Don't let one miss. And and that was just something that, as a little boy, so I've always, always had uh, a heart to share Jesus with others, and and uh, have been very fortunate over the years to lead thousands of people to Christ and baptize as a pastor, thousands of people um, for Christ. So
1: that's amazing. So I love that your story started so young. And yeah. You're telling yeah. your dad about baptism. That's that's so oh cool. my
2: yeah. I ended up, <laughs> you know, sharing Jesus with my parents, you know, and have some crazy talks about that. But anyway, you know, and so went, you know, through high school, strong believer, college. Yeah, never, never backslid, never just uh walking it out, you know, and um and then I remember having like seven different things when I was in college, what I felt like you know, I might uh give my life to, or go into, or, you know, that kind of thing. And one of the seven was being a pastor. And so uh, that ended up being the one that stuck, even though I I was at a uh, Cal Poly, a California state university and had a, did a degree in broadcast journalism and uh, one one take Tommy, that's where it comes from. One take Tommy. That's where it (laughs) came from all the way back. Cal Poly mustangs. And yeah. So then we, uh, you know, and I met my wife at Cal Poly and we got married and started raising our family in San Luis Obispo, California. So, um, and, uh, but yeah, went to Fuller Seminary and uh, did a master's degree in theology at Fuller and uh, yeah, pastored for 30 years. So it's amazing.
1: Amazing. And going from that moment to then the book and then the second book yeah. and then the podcast. And so, what led you to start this podcast? I'm sure, you know, the book started there, so maybe you have to start there.
0: You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. One of the biggest lies ever told is that when people die,
3: that they naturally go to heaven. However, heaven is not automatic. This booklet, Heaven Not Automatic, explains the gospel of Yeshua and includes the prayer of salvation. Give this gift of love to all that you know and share everywhere you go as the time is near for the Lord's return. Find this book and other resources at heavennotautomatic.com Bellwether Records, a Christian music and media company with the mission to expand the kingdom with a two-fold approach. Sell and promote music that evangelizes to the world and use the proceeds to fund the mission worldwide. Buy music, support the mission, share music, expand the kingdom. If you are an artist or just a fan of music, visit bellwetherrecords.com today to support the vision and further impact the kingdom. Yeah,
2: so the first book I wrote... Uh, It's called Discovering God's Will, Five Factors That'll Change Your Life Forever. And it basically gives a track for any believer... To try to find out God's answer, and and I mean, like with anything, like should I take this job? Should I be in this relationship? Uh, what's the purpose of my life? How am? What's the career I'm going to go? Should I be a missionary? Where where should I go? You know, all these questions that are so real and so legit and so practical that we we need answers. And so, what I do with these five factors that'll change your life forever, it really takes you through kind of a a what I'd like to call a a good old fashioned spiritual gut check where you're, you're like, okay, am am I in the right place with God? And, and how does God speak? And so I go through all the ways that the Bible talks about how God speaks. Certainly the word of God is priority and everything else lines up with the word of God. Um, And, you know, and then how do I get my answer from God and then how do I test that answer? And then how do I walk it out once I know, okay, that wasn't the, uh, a pizza dream from last night. It was you know it's really God. Yeah. and uh, and so you know, being able to grab a hold of that and going, okay, now I'm going to walk it out. So I take the readers through this this five- step process, uh, discovering God's will. kind of an easier way to think of it, it is is how to know God's will. you know how, how do you know? And uh, so that was really kind of a, a life message of mine, a lot about purpose, a lot about passion. Uh, prayer, you know, all those things, and uh, and putting it together. So uh, really, really uh, excited about that book. And, um, and then we came out with a second edition of it as well. And then uh, this whole idea of keep moving forward, again, something, you know, like Nehemiah, you know, God put in my heart, well, God kind of put that phrase in my heart, mm-hmm. keep moving forward. And really the idea of getting uh, God's guidance, you know cr- you know Christian guidance and of living a life of perseverance. And so what I do in that book of keep moving forward is I take certain Bible characters, certain men and women in the Old Testament, in the New Testament and what was the major challenge? what was the major obstacle that they were facing and then how did they get, you know, through it. And so, yeah. you know, it, and, and it's real practical too. It's like, you know, it, it's just so funny. Every person in the Bible had flaws, they had hard times, they had heartache, you know, all of that, you know, like I like to say the wrongs we've done and the wrongs done to us and, mm-hmm. you know, no one can escape that. And so, uh so I take a certain Bible character and then break down you know what their issue was whether it was disappointment unmet expectations mm-hmm. uh you know all all those things that that uh, we in you know the 21st century believers are go through at the same time
1: we're going to ask some more questions about that but i have to stop you here who just off the bat who is your favorite bible character favorite story
2: of overcoming their their
1: situation that they were they were given if you yeah can
2: good great great question um, I would say I mean the life of David is just fascinating um
1: David's and, my go to uh,
2: that's it too, yeah me. I mean he's you know David's what are you going go to do you know you know uh the highs the lows uh, you mm-hmm. know passionate you know worships in his underwear who doesn't want to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I never stop <laughs> but, no I'm, I'm yeah yeah another, another, another but, day uh, another day yeah but uh that's a great one and you know actually I really like the story of Ruth and, you know, uh, wow, you know, finding her Boaz and and that dream and of, you know, and God taking care of her and, and that whole mm-hmm. commitment, you know, that she says to her mother-in-law, you know, Naomi, you know, my people, your people will be my people. Where you go, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And it was really a statement, like, I, I'm all the way in with your God, you know. And and so, um, yeah, I really, I, I, I have a heart for that. Uh, and I, I love the story of Nehemiah. Great, great story of vision and building and, and again, laying it on the line for God. So uh, yeah, it's hard to pick one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's so many, there's so many, that's what makes this book so good is there's so many circumstances to understand we are just like these people and they're not some far off created person. They are real living people that went through it and relied on God and God came through and God taught them lessons, you know, it's so relatable. So it's so important to, to see that. And your podcast, the way that you, you present your podcast, are you basically going through every single chapter of the book, going through every story, or is this just, no. just the title of the, the podcast, but you do other things? What does that look like?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, early on, when I launched the podcast, I did start to just kind of go through chapter by chapter. It's 10 chapters in the book, as as mm-hmm. many books uh, are. And so, uh, you know, 10, 10 different Bible characters, but really it's the title that sticks of keep moving forward, um, again, a message that God has put in my heart and, uh, you know, getting God's perspective on living this life of perseverance and, you know, how to uh, get up and over obstacles of life. And so, you know, the podcasts uh, are, are lean into um, relational issues to be, you know, super honest and, and just like, hey, this is what we go through. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's certain, you know, um, messages, podcasts, titles that have really resonated with, uh, with the listeners. Um, letting go of the past, you know, we, we all uh, can struggle with that. Again, the wrongs we've done, the wrongs done to us. Um, you know, forgiveness is such a huge issue. I mean, mm-hmm. when I'm speaking and I start talking on forgiveness, I mean, you know, go, everything goes silent. You know, you yeah. can hear a pin drop. And, um, you know, so, you know, a real popular one was forgiving yourself when you can't, you know, so many mm-hmm. times I know I struggled that, with that. Like, can I forgive myself? Uh, that's, that's really, um, uh, a big one for a lot of people. Um, you know, uh, practical stuff, spiritual stuff about, you know, guarding our heart, guarding our mm-hmm. mind, guard, you know, what are we, what, how are we thinking? What are we focusing on? Um, I think some more like about your purpose, like, uh, a popular one was yes, you do matter <laughs> and really, yeah, you yeah. know, getting a hold of, of, uh, of why we're here on this big, I'm looking through football. your titles as you're discussing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 Uh, seeing the appoint- a appointment and disappointment, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, That's what yeah, I love about so, podcasting.
1: You can just right. start somewhere and then it kind of goes out and further and further and further. And you can really just, it's that place to talk about anything Related to what's on your heart, I love that about podcasting. And so you don't have to really. There's no rules. You can really just do what what God is leading you to do. So yeah,
2: absolutely. So and and then so what I'll do is I'll take that topic, um, I'll search through Scripture uh, that speaks into that. Um, sometimes you know a, a passage and just kind of work through it verse by verse. But many times, uh, trying to do more of a systematic. Theology of like how it all pieces together, and you know, so some, some scripture from the Old Testament, and the New Testament, and the Gospels, and you know, just trying to um, get a really good, like you know, you know, as they say, the full counsel of God. You know, what what does mm-hmm. the whole all the scriptures speak into this situation?
1: Yeah, and I know we have listeners today who are in that place of waiting, just like David was, or in trials, as the other people who you were discussing what would be your advice for those people today to keep moving forward? Because this is something that we need to apply. If we're not moving forward, we're moving backwards. We've heard that said a lot, right? Sure. So go ahead, Tom.
2: Yeah. um, First of all, I, I believe that, you know, God will take a person and uh, to a place for a people uh, with a plan and a purpose. And so when, my encouragement is when someone knows like, okay, God has me here for whatever reason. He has me here and I'm in this place. And then I got to understand who are the people that I'm around and who, who am I to influence and reach out to and that kind of thing. Um, and then understanding that uh, God has a plan on how to walk that out. And then, and that there ultimately is this purpose. So, really helping people understand that God has this greater scheme. Uh, we we don't get all our questions answered. That's for sure. And, and even with my book, Discovering God's Will, I wouldn't want to suggest that that you know we're going to know everything this side of eternity. One day we will. One day we'll be face to face and know all things. And you know we'll we'll get it then. But uh, but sometimes we don't. So I just try to encourage people. You know, take. The next meaningful step, uh, don't run from God, like especially when you're going through a hard time. Like the worst thing you could do, you know, is pull a Jonah and do yeah. <laughs> do a 180. you know worry. you'll you'll you'll, you'll you'll become yeah. well vomit. Let's be yeah. honest. okay, well vomit. Yeah. So uh, you know, but to press in and take it one day at a time and see what God's up to. And so certainly, uh, letting go, letting go of, uh, of what we're carrying, uh, really something I've learned in the last few years of just really trusting God is so in control Mm -hmm. and that, you know, we put our trust there. And so, so, you know, we, we dial it back, we release the anxiety, you know, don't be anxious about anything, pray about everything, you know, through prayer petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God, you know, all of that. And, um, and so that's, that's the encouragement. Um, you know, the, the reality is Ephesians talks about taking off the old self and putting on the new self. And I think that's a daily routine. I think that's something, you know, I joke about it, like putting your pants on one leg at a time, you know, putting your jeans on one leg at a time. You know, you, you have to um, consciously do that. Uh, I think of, you know, Ephesians six and the, putting on the full armor of God, you know, you, you gotta, gotta kind of think through that. Like, okay, I'm putting on the belt of truth. I'm put, I'm placing this breastplate of righteousness that guards my heart. I'm I'm putting on the helmet of salvation. And, and my mind is now guarded in that saving grace and salvation. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, getting my feet fitted with with the gospel of peace, so I got the right shoes on. I'm go I'm walking the right direction with the right shoes. I, I'm I'm pulling out that shield of faith where I could, you know, extinguish the, those fiery darts that the enemy's trying to send in, and I'm picking up my offensive weapon, the sword, which is the word of God. And so we come back to that over and over again, uh, because when people are challenged so many times, it goes back to. The, yeah. the garden with Adam and Eve, you know, and what did the devil say? Did God say? Did God mm-hmm. say? And so that becomes in so many believers' lives where there's fear, uh, there's uh, just you know disappointment, sadness, mm-hmm. depression, what have you, and and the the enemy's lie hasn't changed. Did God yeah. say? Well, what we got to? Yeah, God did say, and He meant it. <laughs> it's right here, you know, and to be able to then practically apply that. To your life, that, and that's what I'm uh, really big on is taking God's word and and applying it to your life in a practical way. I
1: really like that you said, like meditate on that when you wake up. Imagine you're like literally putting on the armor of God because we've read the verse millions of times, right? We, for, I, I have anyways, and every time a preacher preaches on it, I'm like another message on the gift, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another yeah, message yeah. on this. Awesome, which it's so. Easy to skip over because we've heard it a million times, but to physically imagine putting it on it, it you meditate on it a little bit more and it becomes important again, you know, for me anyways, when you were explaining Absolutely. it that way, it made me excited again about
2: Absolutely. that. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I have a buddy, awesome. he's an older gentleman, and he told me that he and his wife, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is they literally pray the armor of God and they're like through prayer, putting on the armor of oh. God. I'm not so holy. I go get a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) After (laughs) the coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought that was a great example of just, uh, you know, every day I'm going to put it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: If you could give us a few more things practically that we can apply this, keep moving forward to our life, what would you say
2: about that? Yeah, I I think, um, you know, hope is such a huge deal. Uh, I remember reading uh, an article years ago about, um people who were in nazi concentration camps and they did all these studies about the ones that actually endured the, the hideous conditions and torture and all of that and got out the other side and 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 made it and when they brought it all the way down there was one common denominator and the one common denominator was hope they they had hope they had hope that there was it was going to get better they had hope that god was going to see them through they had hope that they'd see their loved ones again they had hope you know and when someone loses hope that is tragic and and so we gotta fuel that back up you know get that hope again and so it, as long as you have that hope then you are able to keep moving forward because you, you, you have a destiny. You have a vision. Um, I remember one time I was in this fun run, if you want to call it. Fun fun. <laughs> I don't and i don't those two like words don't go together. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, know, I don't even I mean. like running. I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I don't like it, but you know, it was a charity deal and I was doing it. And so and it was going up this mountain and I was serpentining up this mountain, just wanted to puke. I just wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, call it quits and you know just sit on the side and die. And uh, and all of a sudden, as I'm serpentining up this steep mountain, I saw at the very top of the mountain. The, the, the goal the destination the end and somehow something kicked in where I'm like oh, I see the goal <laughs> I see the the, the end in sight I see the vision you know and 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 there was more energy and I whoop, 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 you know and, and I made it to the top because because I got a glimpse of the vision and and I and so if listeners can get a vision of, yeah. you know, what I like to call God's best, God's preferred, you know, his His preferred plan for your life. And you might not be there yet. That's okay. That's okay. But don't give up hope and and see that destiny, see that vision at end. And that's going to get you up, uh, up and over the mountain. I think that's such a great point, because even if it's cloudy, even
1: if there's fog, the destination's there you just don't see it. And so even if you don't know where you're going, you're still going to finish. Just keep going. Yeah. That's, that's so good. I'm a visual learner. If you can't tell today, Tom, I need to see the the (laughs) picture in my mind and that's what I'm all about illustration.
2: So (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
1: you have something else here written in your podcast. We all make mistakes in life and that's okay. God still loves you. All of you is welcome here. Can you explain a little bit more about that for our audience?
2: Yeah. So as I said earlier in our talk, uh, Wrongs we've done, wrongs done to us. So we've all blown it. We've all made mistakes. The Bible calls it sin. I like to say uh, in baseball terminology, uh, no one bats a thousand, you know if If you bat four hundred in the major league baseball, you're going to the Hall of Fame, four out of ten, you struck out six out of ten and you're still going to the Hall of Fame. you know, so just the idea that that we all um, blow it and and we're flawed. Now, what we want to do is uh, go to God, uh, repent, you know, turn to him when we when we mess up, uh, hand it over to him, uh, receive His mercy and forgiveness and cleansing as fast as we possibly can so we don't repeat the mistake, and to be able to, uh, to know that you know he loves you, and that, and I end all my podcasts. I, I have a, I'll, I'll give, give this away. Okay, is I always end on and never forget he loves you, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you. He's not mad at you; he's mad about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm for you. God bless. You know, I mean, that's how wow. I, I, how I end it. And, and so it's just understanding how much uh, passion God has for you as His son or daughter. He loves you. He loves you. Now, does he want you to make mistakes? No. Does he want because that only hurts you and it hurts others? Uh, that's what sin does. That's why it, it it's so yucky because it it hurts you. It hurts others. And then uh, you know, then you have this you know broken relationship fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And but in a hot second, you can get back with God by just turning from it, turning to Him. Repenting, asking forgiveness, and receiving that mercy. And and you know, I mentioned like one of the popular podcasts was forgiving yourself when you when you can't. And um, and I like I like to say it this way: if if God forgives you, if God forgives you, it's in his word, Jesus paid the price, died on the cross, rose from the dead, proved who he was, son of God, fully man, fully God. And and he proved it. And God forgives you then who are you mm-hmm. to not forgive you? And I, t- mm-hmm. I try to challenge people that, you know, kind of whatever you want to call it, you know, <laughs> coming coming around the side, you know, but, uh, you know, that's, it's just the truth. You know, if God mm-hmm. forgives you, who are you not to forgive you? And so we have to go there. We got to yeah. go there in heart and mind and and really uh, remind each other that, you know, by the grace of God, go I.
1: Yeah, I've, I'm remembering a time back in my addiction, whenever I was a drug addict seven years ago, and I was going through my addiction recovery mm. center, Dalton Teen Challenge, if you ever heard of this, of David Wilkerson. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that God forgive me, forgave me for my my mistakes and the things that I caused and the damage that I caused, but I couldn't forgive myself for a long time. And I mm. remember looking at myself in the mirror and that moment when I decided, I forgive you. And I it was so emotional because it was just a normal day, but I just had that moment with myself. I caught myself in the mirror which if you live in addiction and you're so ashamed of yourself, you don't have that moment very often. And so I had that moment where I just saw myself, I forgive you. And that was so powerful because Mm. God forgave Mm. me to forgive myself. And so I think that's a really good point, Tom. Thank you for sharing
2: Oh, I love that. I love that. And and there are moments where we do need to look in the mirror. And and again, a a good old fashioned spiritual gut check, I like to call Mm -hmm. it. Um, you, You reminded me of your story of, when uh, our firstborn, uh, who's now 33 years old, but when she was uh, 10 months old, had this horrible fever. Uh, Mm -hmm. They couldn't figure out why some really random virus. And, and literally the doctor sitting us down and going, we don't know if she's going to live. And my wife and I are just, uh, you know, bawling, crying, tears, just a wreck. And we're at the hospital and she's in the, the NICU, the you know, ICU for babies, and and I, I remember going into this restroom at the hospital and closing the door, locking the door, and turning and looking in the mirror and saying, God, God, you're you're all I got. But God, you're all I need. And it, and it was just one of these breakthrough faith moments of looking myself back in the eye and this faith moment of laying it all, all the chips on God, just like, here it is. And, um, and, and literally having gone through a couple of days of just not knowing what's going on, when, when that prayer happened, all of a sudden her fever and temperature started going down, 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 and, and she was healed. Um, somehow, some way, in a weird way, it was this moment of faith and, and prayer that I felt uh, gave breakthrough.
1: Yeah. That's, that's an incredible story. And now she's 33, you said 30.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, in full-time ministry with her husband and they have three kids and she's doing awesome. That's wonderful.
1: If we could end today with just discussing your hopes for the future, you say hope is so important. And so what are your expectations for the rest of this podcast? Do you have another book in you? Are you working on anything right now? Do you have any events that we can come and check out if we're in the area?
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, I think I have some more books in me, I, I believe. Uh, I think uh, that I'm trying to find like what would be the next one. Uh, I've had a lot of people say, Tom, write your life story. And um, and so, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm praying through that. Uh, but I'm not working on on a project with a book right now, uh, but but I'm sure there's one coming down the pike, uh, I would guess. But uh, yeah, with the podcast, my my hope is to encourage people to continue to uh, be that weekly voice of you know from God's word of 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 hope of encouragement of strength. Uh, you know, this life does take perseverance, and you know, perseverance doesn't mean uh, that it's you know an easy road. It, it's just the opposite, right? It's it's hurdles, it's obstacles to get over, and so uh, it's the idea that that we we need a voice speaking into our life on a on a regular pattern. And again, that's the beauty of podcasts, right? That you can uh, you know pick it up anytime, anywhere, and and be able to listen. And so, but I come out with a fresh one every Sunday uh, is when they're released. And um, and to try to just have that weekly rhythm of of, you know, this is what I felt like, you know, the Lord put on my heart and what I wanted to to share with uh with my listeners. And you know, I I'll end on on this. Um, you know, you you maybe have heard of the illustration of the the starfish and there's this beach and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of starfish that have gone up onto this dry sand. And there's a little boy who is fervishly grabbing the starfish and one at a time, throwing them back in the water, trying to, trying to save as many as he can. And a man walks by and uh, says to the little boy, y- y- you'll never do it. You know, wh- why are you doing what you're doing? it?" It doesn't matter. It's not going to make a difference. And the little boy looked down and he picked up a starfish and he threw it into the ocean and he turned around and said, it made a difference to that one. Wow. I've
1: never heard that before. I've never heard that story.
2: Yeah. So the whole idea is, you know, I'm not going to reach everyone, but man, for the one that I do reach, it it matters. And uh, I'd like to say, it, you know, it's just one life at a time. So... That's that's what, a, my hope.
1: what an amazing way to end the episode Tom. <laughs> you got some hidden wisdom in there. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks and Dallas. One more so question, how do
1: you. we how do we find your podcast and your personal website as well so we can connect with you?
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh so uh super easy. It's tomolary.org, but here's not the easy part as uh we were talking earlier I spell my name with an h like Thomas, just think of the Bible. <laughs> and it's T H O M and then my last name does have an apostrophe, but not in the website because they don't like that. So uh, it's dot org. So it's org. So, and it's funny because on the podcast, uh, many times when I'm you know, letting people know that uh, if they hear a message and they want to, they know someone in their sphere of influence, like, oh, wow, they're going through that. They need to hear this, this podcast um, uh, that I, I tell them, just send them to the website, Tom org That's T-H-O-M-O-L-E-A-R-Y. So that's what it is.
1: Come on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time here today, Tom. And Thanks Dallas. And you on your projects and your podcast and your family, you're, you're a grandpa. So enjoy those, those little babies. Yeah. And-
2: yeah. I've got, that's I've great. got seven and one on the way. So number eight's coming seven. in November. <laughs> wow.
1: Congratulations. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. Thanks Thank Dallas. So good to be with you. Uh, so grateful. all that you're doing and uh yeah we'll look forward to maybe doing it down the road
1: yeah if i can have you end us today today tom with a prayer that would be wonderful
2: oh absolutely father i thank you for every person who's listening right now and god i pray that your presence would be upon them that they would sense your nearness that they would sense and feel your love and that you would fill them afresh with your holy spirit And Lord Jesus, that we will look to you uh, to guide and to lead. Thank you that you love us, uh, you forgive us, you've saved us. And so, God, help us to now walk powerfully in your truth by your love, by your grace, and walk out the very purpose and plans for our life. So, Lord, it's in this moment I pray your richest blessing over each person who's listening right now. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast